Hey, Mike, this is weird, huh? This is weird. I hate it. You hate it? I hate it. Yeah, it's a lot more fun hanging out. It's weird to record from separate places again. I know. I can't see your face. Now we're all Josh's. What a miserable world. I mean, this is <laughs> this is the usual for me. Josh, what do you do to occupy yourself all by yourself? I don't know. Uh, sometimes I keep the Apple TV screensavers on, and I just like watch as the drone flies over, I don't know, cities. London. Don't you wish they told you what city it was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't they just have in like a, I know it'll kill the vibe but just for like two seconds I, it took me forever to realize that's what Hong Kong looks like <laughs> yeah no they do tell you when yeah if you touch the little touchpad thing without actually clicking the button oh well that's kind of hidden <laughs> yeah and also that's too luxe for me I would have never figured that was out like that was a thing <laughs> to do but anyway that's not what I'm here to talk about actually it kind of is since that is upper echelon to the way i live my life i would never think to glide over a button and not push it but now i know okay (laughs) anyway the reason i tell you this is that by recording in my apartment i'm realizing that do you guys know that i literally live between two train tracks so like to the right of me there is the cta and to the left of me there's the metra yeah so i just realized like everything is on the other side of the train tracks for me uh-huh. <laughs> it's a real weird way to live. I was also thinking about that because I am sure that we'll be able to hear it in the recording if something goes whizzing by. No, dude. A train just went whizzing by. Did you hear it? Oh, I didn't. No. I literally neighbor the train tracks, and with the window closed, you can't hear a thing. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. Maybe it was a ghost train, though. No, I could see it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Remember, well. remember how close I am? <laughs> Some ghosts can be seen and not heard, though, right? Some. Oh, c- ghosts can't be heard? I don't know. I don't know how ghosts work. This seems like a like a Mike question. This does seem like a Mike question. Thank you, Josh. Well, Mike, tell me something about your current recording situation, and then I guess we can just kick off this new way that we'll do things for a month. I am in the suburbs right now. <laughs> yeah. And it is fucking weird. Yeah. yeah. Dude, isn't it weird? There's a guy walking by on the sidewalk right now just holding a broom. It's like five <laughs> feet long. He's just holding it and walking. He's just going to do that for a long... Where is he going? It doesn't matter. He is He is where he needs to be at all times. Jeez. The guy next door shoots arrows in his backyard. What? What's going on out here? This is not like a normal suburb. You're in a TV show. <laughs> no, Josh, I'm telling you, the suburbs are really, really weird. When we grew up there, it all seemed normal. None of it was normal. Mike, how far do you have to go to get anything? I have to go at least five minutes away. (laughs) I was just back in the suburbs last week because I was living at my parents' house when I was in Boston for that week. None of that weird shit happened. You were there for like a family reason. Like, were you paying attention to how weird it was? Think hard. Think about like the second day you were in the suburbs. Did anything weird happen? I did see a Wendy's Frosty on the side of the road. On their street, which was kind of weird because they live in, I don't know, I didn't think people littered in nice neighborhoods. Dude, there it is. <laughs> Josh, there it is. Yeah. That's just the first, If I bet you if we went into like a psychiatrist's office and said, hey, spend like a couple, I can only afford like maybe 10 minutes with Josh, find out all the weird <laughs> shit he saw in the suburbs, and then just prove to him. That cup, that fr- why would a Frosty be in the neighborhood sidewalk? Why? Well, so the thing was that I passed it the second day, and now it was just an empty cup. It wasn't oh, a discarded one. What? God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So there's like the mystery of who ate the Frosty. 
Who ate it outside while it was garbage is the mystery. <laughs> I mean, probably like a raccoon or something, but... Yeah, hopefully a raccoon. A raccoon wouldn't be, like, graceful enough to set the cup back down, guys. Here's <laughs> <laughs> a weird suburbanite. They're fucking weird out here. Yeah, the suburbs are weird. But do you think you can record from there? I can record from here. I got endless uh, material. Oh, great. Right? Yeah, then let's start with one of your things after the... the what, what do we call this? The music. You're listening to Instead Of, a hypothetical podcast with Tap and Johnny, Mike Bogart, and me, Josh Harrison. Uh, we forgot to record this uh, when the guys were still on, so Tappan told me to just imitate their voices. Uh, I'm not great at impersonations, so I'm using text-to-speech instead. Dude, this is a terrible idea. No way. It's great. Thanks, Mike. In the suburbs, nice. These suburbs, these this specific one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my cousins came to visit. <laughs> what the hell okay. kind of way is this to start a story? They by? came to visit this specific <laughs> suburb. Okay, they came to visit the suburb, or they came to visit you. Me. Okay. Well, us. Tepin, not everybody has taken storytelling classes. Don't shit on him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just. Uh... Yeah. Come on, man. I've never taken a storytelling class. That's not true. You're a professional storyteller. <laughs> Writing and verbal storytelling are different things. Thanks, Josh. Mike, you've done verbal storytelling. <laughs> Why are you thanking Josh? <laughs> Listen, quit shitting on my suburb story. I'm not shitting. Anyway, let's go on. I didn't even get to say it yet. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> they came to visit my family, their family. And <laughs> our family. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Josh, we, we, we mustn't interrupt Josh. <laughs> they came. They brought little kids. Oh. Are you related to them? <laughs> they are theirs, yes. I am related to them in that they are my cousin's children. So I'm like, also their cousin? I'm not sure. Tuffin, I'm sorry that I was shitting on it's you. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. He's in the suburbs now. This is how my kids... Suburb, suburban Mike, this is this is the new me. I do stuff like go to the pool. Nice. Yeah. I had a cannonball contest <gasps> with my cousin's kid. Nice. Shout out to him. I don't want to say his name. Nor your relation to him, really. You don't yeah, want What is the first <laughs> initial? B. Okay, shout out to B. Shout out B. Hey, B-Man. Shout out B-Man. He, uh, he kicked my ass in a cannonball contest. Nice. I lost to a four-year-old, <laughs> five-year-old. Uh, so my instead of is for you. Wait, 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 wait. Look, man, you told us a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Can you at least tell us one thing about the cannonball contest besides that you lost? Like, paint that picture a little. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay, so we're each on a diving board. We have separate diving boards. I would not have expected that. Amazing detail to start. Okay, good. So we, we go at the same time, and then, well, he judges it, so... <laughs> That's pretty much why I lost. Um, he gave himself 100 and me won every time. Oh. You got a one? So it's 300 to three. <laughs> three is not bad. Yeah, I got three points, yeah. you know? Yeah. I played. It proves you jumped. I did jump. You showed up. Yeah, I showed up. Instead of showing up, how could I have kicked his ass? <laughs> oh. I hate losing, especially to five-year-old children. Oh, man. I noticed you increased his age to make it seem like a more valid loss. <laughs> Here's what you do. 
that like tarp that they use to cover pools and like keep the heat in overnight. Uh huh. Uh huh. What you do is you roll it up only on his half of the pool so that when he jumps in, he doesn't get hurt because he's still like falling into the pool, but he's not going to make a big splash because he's just landing on that tarp. It's going to be like a thwack and like the, the water, it'll make a small splash. He'll get the one. That's true. (laughs) Wait, so he's just gonna land on tarp? Don't you think he'll notice from his like vantage point on the diving board? Well, he will, but that's that's his fault. I don't know. What's his fault? I don't understand. Okay, Tevin, help help bring this home. I mean, maybe here, Mike, you can like you know make it seem like you're making it more fun. Like, okay, let's jump backwards off the diving board and do cannonballs, or. Let's right. do a blindfolded cannonball contest. <laughs> He's going to miss the whole pool. <laughs> <laughs> the poor kid. Well, how about this, Mike? Why don't you, if you're hell-bent on, it sounds like you're hell-bent on cheating, right? Does he have you on talent? He has me on talent, but also cheating. <laughs> so, like, I feel like I can cheat, too. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, the one thing your experience in life should have taught you is how to cheat better than this child, you know? That's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm much more sort of craven and... Uh, cheatery yeah so so why not this why not broach the subject of an impartial quote-unquote third-party judge you know which if your cousin's child as you choose to refer to him Mm -hmm. is sure that he can beat you on talent you know surely he will win in this situation but what he doesn't know is you can manipulate uh who that judge is got him on the take by the judges yeah 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 so uh you know who are you can either bribe a judge or you can hire a judge you know well do you think my mom would vote for me or him your mom is one of the most what is the word for doing <laughs> things honorably honorable besides honorable uh, uh <laughs> that's it that's all we know <laughs> honest judicious it is more along the lines of honest than judicious. But anyway, okay. your mom doesn't tell a lie from what I understand. That's true. So much so that when we entered college, she gave me a little book that said how to not cheat in college. Oh. Which you followed to a letter. I mean, to the letter that <laughs> like ended the cover page. <laughs> An A. Sorry, sorry, Mrs. Bogart. <laughs> so I don't think she's going to pick the person who deserves it, you know? Which would be me as her blood-born son the contest isn't who is her blood-born son (laughs) yeah that's true okay my mom can't be the judge if she's not gonna pick me who makes the bigger splash that's what she's going to judge on you need somebody that'll judge on something else maybe you here's what you do you get an honorable judge okay somebody that will not lie or skew the truth or anything and something that your five-year-old cousin B is going to recognize, like, okay, this is an honorable man or woman that is going to be judging this, this contest. Okay. But what you do is you tell this judge that the contest is for who is taller. Oh, okay. I'm two of him. <laughs> Does the judge expect <laughs> to see both contestants in their swimsuits atop diving boards? <laughs> I mean, you just say like, hey, you know, measure our height doing different activities. This is our activity and you're the judge of the day. Who's taller when we do cannonballs? Measure our height. Mike. Mike is. During (laughs) different activities. That's funny. You know what would be great is if that person, being as honest as they were, said, you know what? I will measure your height, but it'll be the height of whoever jumps the highest, like during their cannonball arc, which I think factors Mm. in. And Mike... 
you may feel you have this down pat, but if your cousin is really the cheater you know him to be, sorry, your cousin's child, uh, don't you think he'll try something to out-jump you? I think he will. He is crafty. You've used that word already. (laughs) (laughs) We were having a water gun fight with my brother, and he's like, my, my brother was done, and he went inside. Your brother quit? He quit because we kicked his. We 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 really got him good, and little B man was like, "Hey, we'll tell Brian that we're done, and we just want to play outside, and then uh, we'll break our promise and we'll shoot him." Oh my god! Like, okay. What do you mean? Okay, okay I like Mike? it. No, do you know what? Good plan. What? <laughs> it worked. Of course, it worked, Mike. But what you're doing is you're building like an evil genius. Well. Somebody has to. I guess you should lean in and nurture what he already demonstrates. Right. So maybe I should let him win. Uh, Yeah, I don't think there's any chance of you winning this cannonball (laughs) contest. I can't win. As far as I know, he's manipulated you into asking. He's puppet mastering this whole thing. (laughs) What's the prize for the contest? Uh, There wasn't one. A hug from his mom. Okay. Do you want a hug from your cousin-in-law? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. She's not an in-law. <laughs> Wait, didn't you say your cousin? I don't know. Anyway. Oh, wow, I've never <laughs> seen you so flustered before, Josh. It's almost as if someone threw you into a pool. <laughs> I don't. I am imagining the family tree wrong, apparently. Anyway, I don't know. So you need to figure out something else that you can beat him at. Right. Uh, pretty much everything. Okay. Name one thing. Um, hmm. Knife juggling. Knife juggling. Well, I don't know if I would win that one. <laughs> How about, um, uh, no, he's, 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 he actually, I saw a video of him skiing. I've never skied before. He's really good. <laughs> Dude, this kid has you beat on all accounts. He does parkour. He does everything. Of course. How's his math? I bet it's great. <laughs> I bet it's great. I bet he can do four plus five. That's pretty hard. You didn't even know the number five, right? <laughs> Uh, talking to my buddy Jeff from Long Island. Hey, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. That sounds like our first caller. It does. Yeah. Jeff from Long Island. First time caller, first time something, first time asker, because he's got a listener question. You never called into the radio, did you, Josh? <laughs> no. <laughs> did you know I won Soul Calibur 2 on PlayStation 2 once on a radio contest? No, I did not know that. Good for you. Called in and I was like caller 94 or something. Yeah. You've won a lot of radio contests. I think I've only won two radio contests. What a stupid <laughs> That's a sentence. good number. I know, I know, I know. I'll stop. It's more than most people, yeah. So he was telling me that at his job, they were looking at resumes, and there was a guy that was three years into a computer engineering degree, uh-huh. stopped, and now he's in criminal justice. Okay. Nice. At the same time, he applied for auxiliary police department. So... He and his boss were kind of talking about this, like what could have driven this man to this sudden career change? Like, was he in a convenience store that was being robbed and like tackled the robber as a good Samaritan? And it was like, yes, this is what I'm all about now. Like, Mm. fuck computer science. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, once you get that adrenaline rush, how can you how can you ever go back to sitting at a desk all day? Sure. True. Yeah, that's a good point. So he posed the question. Of like, what event could have happened in your past that instead of your career would have led you down a totally different road? Hmm. 
That means I would have stuck to something. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> I have changed course at every major turn. <laughs> Fair. So what could have happened at one of those forks in the road that would have made you take the road less traveled? No, I always took the road less traveled. <laughs> okay, fair. Every single time. Yeah, you did quit Amazon to study comedy. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice <laughs> sentence, I feel. I still feel it was worth it, and I learned a lot. I'm not saying it's a bad choice. I'm just saying you're probably the only person in the history of Amazon that's ever done that. You know, the vice president of uh, PR at the company said as much in the speech when, like, everyone was saying who was leaving and, like, who was joining and shit. He's like, that's the first time I've heard that. And I'm like, okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I guess that would mean I would have stuck to the first thing, which is what others had decided. And I would have been, like, at this point, I would have been a doctor. Oh. Yeah, you'd be a doctor by now. Sorry, that makes the huge assumption that I would have succeeded in my education, (laughs) which was very difficult for me. But I bet if I hadn't changed course and, like, really – I'm persistent enough. I could have been a doctor somewhere. You could have. Yeah, I would would have been a doctor, I think, at, like, the – the place that has the lowest bar for doctors. That's me. (laughs) Even if you didn't get a doctorate to become like an MD, I feel like maybe you could have pursued your interest in wrestling and become Dr. Something, and that's your stage name in wrestling. Oh my god, that's so much cooler. (laughs) Dr. Kevorkian (laughs) 2. Oh no! The wrestler. (laughs) Dr. Kevorkian the wrestler. No, 2, 2. You can't... 2, 2. It's a trademark name, I'm sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that's my plan. What would you have done, Mike? Well, it's pretty, I mean, I guess I would have, if I had gotten an A instead of an F in chemistry <laughs> in college, I might also be a doctor. Oh. You were pre-med. Also, just I was. for everyone listening, the F is the most atypical thing for Mike. Like, that is just a whole series of events happened. But it is entirely possible that life could have played out where you got an A in that class. I could have if I like tried at all Dude, what if we were since <laughs> since you would have been a doctor and i would have been a doctor it's entirely possible we would have also been a tag team of wrestling doctors we could have a practice <gasps> yeah a tag team of wrestling doctors <laughs> possible too that would be the name of your group you would be the practice the practice oh my god <laughs> okay so i'm dr kevorkian to the wrestler who are you uh who are some other famous doctors i could riff off of <laughs> dr doom who is Hippo- hippocrates <laughs> You could do like a hip toss, hip smash as your finishing move. Yeah. The Hippocratic Oath. Oath. (laughs) Wait, no, that needs to be our finishing move. The finishing move has to be the Hippocratic Oath. Josh, can you choreograph this? You're our trainer. You're our mouthpiece. I feel like it needs to be something else that isn't the Hippocratic Oath because the Hippocratic Oath is that you will do no harm. So it needs to be something else like... uh, the Hippocratic Noth. <laughs> the Hippocratic both, and we double oh, on clothesline. Genius. Yeah. That is Boom. genius. Yes. <laughs> Dude, beautiful finisher. We could double arm clothesline. I think we could pull it off in style. What if we went off of like kitty corner turnbuckles though? Mm. And like both f- jump on them at the same time. Yeah. A flying jumping finisher is the Hippocratic, the Hippocratic both. both. That's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Can one of you have a clipboard and read off of it? Like, I'm prescribing you (laughs) pain. And then you just, like, punch him in the face. Oh, we're definitely... We're going to have clipboard matches. That's going to be huge. Mm -hmm. What are other hospital paraphernalia? Hey, my cousins who all became doctors. What are things you use (laughs) in the office? This is why I didn't become a... a Tongue depressors? 
Well, yeah, we're putting that into play. Stethoscope. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, when you knock someone out and they're like trying to get up, but they're not doing it. You like pull out your stethoscope and you hold it to their chest. It's like, nope, he's out cold. No, Josh, wait. We'll do an anesthesia match. First person to apply anesthesia to their opponent. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, god damn. This is a good idea, I think. This is a really good idea. That's way cooler than what I was going to say. No, but you inspired it with the knockout. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Wait, but Josh, if you really are our mouthpiece, who is someone who is adjacent? You have to be a pharmaceutical rep. <laughs> you are our <laughs> pharmaceutical representative, and you need an outfit, and you need the whole thing. Well, so I was going to say that maybe I would be a lawyer. So how do we work mm. that in? You want to be a lawyer, don't you? <laughs> no. So I didn't. I haven't my entire life until very recently. Uh, an episode of Revisionist History from Malcolm Gladwell uh, it was talking about the LSAT and talking about like logic games and how terrible they are. And I'm like, I don't really know what these are. So I looked them up. I kind of want to take the LSAT just to do a bunch of these. These are so fun to me for some weird reason. <laughs> Yeah, one of those, uh, I totally 100% know what you're talking about. I remember I took the LSAT once. <laughs> I've taken the LSAT too. You oh. have? <laughs> yeah. I love the logic games too. I crushed those. It is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I did bad at other stuff. So, like I was doing them for fun the other morning just to like see how fast I could do them because I know that you have to do them <laughs> uncomfortably fast in the LSAT. So maybe I would be a lawyer, but probably like UTEP and I wouldn't be like a prestigious lawyer at a firm, so I would have to turn to uh you know the the back burner second choice of being a lawyer wrestler well no you don't have to wrestle you're our you're our legal representative okay but it has to be attached to the medical world so you can be an ambulance chaser you could be okay. someone working on tort oh. reform you have malpractice malpractice yes we'll call you mel practice <laughs> that'll be your name <laughs> yes <laughs> this is awesome i have uh relationship question for the both of you oh okay yeah uh so both of you know or know of lauren uh-huh hi lauren she's she's gonna not like that at all hey lauren. hey lauren i i talked to her for the first time via our instagram when your phone died oh yeah thanks for doing that by the way really helped me out and you too yeah. mike for calling me that uber we really all have a true friendship we did it yeah cheers we did it together we got you home. <laughs> you got you got you got me home with no phone. Real modern problem solvers. But she got me a gift recently. I think I would you guys like me to I have to do this. Can you guys talk for like I don't know, a 20 odd second while I go pull something out of the garbage? Uh sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Wait, let me quickly clarify as Lauren is probably <laughs> intently listening. I did not know what thro I did not throw out the thing. I threw out the wrapper of the thing and now I need that detail, so I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. What do you want to talk about while he's gone? I mean, my first conversation with Lauren was about her calling Tappan an idiot. Well, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Sometimes he is an idiot. I know. Tell him to charge his motherfucking phone, she said. We were trying so hard. It wouldn't charge. I know. And she knew. She said his charging port is loose. He needs a new phone. She's very thoughtful and like mm -hmm. very tuned into the problems in his life and probably knows exactly how to solve them. And I feel like Tappan is just way too stubborn to actually take the advice. I 100% I, I agree. <laughs> he will never get a new phone. What happened? I'm back. Nothing. nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you're good. Why did you guys say nothing in unison? Because nothing happened. Yeah, nothing at all. 
All right, well, listen to this. Since nothing has happened, we can go right back to what we were talking about. Okay. <laughs> Mike, you sound very suspicious. Anyway, this is, the, <laughs> this is the name of it. She got me... She said this thing would be good for my skin. Apparently, I haven't been paying too close of attention to my skin. <laughs> this is so perfectly on brand with the nothing that yeah. we were talking about. But yes, continue. Yeah. Yes, very thoughtful, Lauren. Very thoughtful. Um, but I did laugh a little bit because it's called African Black Soap. <laughs> hey, that stuff is great. Yeah, so that's what I'm talking about. I just used it today for the first time. This stuff is great. I smell fantastic. Right? It's so good and it's so like creamy. I don't think yeah. I've heard of this. African Black Soap. The brand is Shea Moisture, but it's African black soap with shea butter. So okay. I'm guessing the shea comes from the shea butter part, but, you know, I'm not a scientist. Anyway, uh, you guys should check this out. It's really great. Yeah. So here's my relationship question for you. I would like to, you know, I, I wasn't paying attention to my skin at all. Mm-hmm. I would like to give a gift back. What's something we could give back that, you know, maybe dudes might think about a little bit more, but without making it too, like, lame and bro-y. Okay. Like, I can't get our tickets to, like, any sporting event, so let's just go ahead and take that off the table. Okay. <laughs> um, and so it is revealed who we are as men. <laughs> what about tickets to, to a, like, a show, like a concert? Okay. Like a type of music that the three of us might be into but she might not have heard of that sounds fun yeah okay i like that although i will say this was a solo experience you know i got to use this african black soap by myself okay so, mm-hmm. okay maybe something what do you guys do when you hang out oh, oh this is a dangerous question what if you <laughs> sent her to a concert by herself i that doesn't sound good <laughs> i don't know I, I could be wrong but i feel like that's the wrong move okay okay um, well, I'm trying to think about what I do when I'm alone. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. How do you yeah. pass the time in a, like, sorry, not pass the time. How do, what do you enjoy when you're solo? You read. A book? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I read a book. Uh, you could get her a book or, um... You don't read at all, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you read a lot, Mike. I thought that you would have stuff here. What else do you read? Are you talking about, like, hey, uh, why don't you buy her a shampoo bottle? She can read that. No, dude. You could get her a crossword subscription. Oh, that could be nice. But I don't do that myself. But okay, I put the, oh. I'll put that on the list. I think she would love that. Okay. Uh, but hang on, just before we go any further, is the only thing you've read was the first sentence of that? I read a book, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, well, now no one will ever ask me. I read a book. You, I read a book. You read, Which one? I don't know, man. You read it. <laughs> okay, so crossword, but. Josh, what about you? What do you what's your what's a hobby of yours that's uh that you know what that you take care of that you pay attention to or just self-care? Mm-hmm. So, well, you know what? That's what I'm doing wrong self-care here. Self-care routines. We need yes. to focus on self-care in this question. Okay. Okay, actually this might literally be something that she needs to pay attention to that you just have on lockdown happen. Wow. And this is something that I am very familiar with because I like Lauren have much lighter skin than you do. Yeah, I have. Yes, she was affected by the sun recently. I'll get him for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was just thinking, like, I like to go up to my roof and read sometimes. And, like, if I'm now that it's getting pretty warm and extra sunny out, like, sometimes I got to put some sunscreen on. So maybe you get her some, like, really nice, luxurious sunscreen that isn't, like, sticky or leaves any residue. 
Yeah, all natural or something. That sounds great. Do you guys know of any? I mean, jo- uh, Mike, do you burn the way Josh burns? Oh, I burn, yes. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I guess you are a little vampiric when left alone. I'm pretty pale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so, okay, uh, go ahead, guys. I, I turn... Sorry, I, I can't get over the fact that she got me African black soap and I'm asking two real white dudes about like how to take care of white skin. I mean, how, how do we preserve your people further, guys? How do we do it? I'm kidding. She'll, she'll... Floppy hats, big floppy hat. Well, I, have, I have one of those, but she I don't know if she'll like that. But wait, more skin stuff. The, the, what do I have to buy? Sunscreen. You need sunscreen, but it needs to be like made of avocados or whatever, like you know, like a natural one. Yeah, but guys, like we have the time. Which sunscreen should I buy? I I like uh, there's this Neutrogena one that works pretty well and like doesn't leave your skin feeling like gross and oily. Okay, that's good. But give me more niche. Give me like something where she'll read the name of the brand and be like, he couldn't have found that. Okay, okay. You could make your own sunscreen. You can make sunscreen. Here we go. Mike, come, come on, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just avoid the hormone-disrupting chemicals. That's what this website says. How am I going to give it to her? In a bag? <laughs> yes, give it to her in a bag, but like cut out one of the tips and put one of those like frosting pipers on it. Perfect. Perfect. Awful, yeah. awful idea. And this is so funny because she just, speaking of other things, she showed me this great episode of Broad City yesterday where Ilana was carrying around a bag of lotion. So that's already been done. <laughs> Damn it. Was it with a frosting piper though? No, but that would have been a great escalation of the joke. Yeah. So if you want like the, you know, the opposite but on the same lines as this African black soap, why don't we go with like Icelandic snow-capped sunscreen because for like six months out of the year they have like 24 hours of sun okay that's true is there some sort of icelandic sunscreen that you recommend you've been there i have been there twice uh i don't know uh volcanic ash is really really big there so i'm sure that maybe there would be some some of that in there what did you use i mean neutrogena (laughs) (laughs) when in iceland use neutrogena that makes sense okay i'll look it up i'll get it you guys have been partially helpful thank you i need some advice oh oh you came to the right guys yeah fourth of july coming up by the time this episode comes out fourth of july will have passed but it will what day is it it's june 30th today is june 30th this episode might come out on the 4th of July. It might. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Maybe. Okay. But by that point, I will have needed this advice already. Right, right. We'll help you now. We won't wait. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. That's why you came to the right guys, as Mike said. Yes. But you weren't enthusiastic about it before? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm enthusiastic about getting an opinion here, uh, because right. this involves two, actually three listeners of the show. Wow. Yes. High stakes. Whoa. That's almost all of them. There are three. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Whoa. At least three of them. So my friend Kristen from Boston is hey, coming into town. What's up, Kristen? Hey, Kristen. And <laughs> I'm going to say hi to you in person. It'll be fine. And uh, she's staying through the 4th. Cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was also here uh, last 4th of July uh, as well. A, A tradition. tradition. Nice, Mike. Second year tradition, and we went up to uh, my roof last year. Tappan, you were there, if you remember. I do not. You don't? <laughs> no, okay. but continue, continue. I didn't okay. mean to interrupt. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> that really threw me off. And uh, I have a bad memory. I mean, it's a, you know, I apologize. I just notoriously bad memory. I was going to say, as you know, but like, I guess I can't use that clause. Uh, as you might imagine, I have a fantastic view of the fireworks from my rooftop because it's so close to Gasworks Park, which is, you know, right off of where the uh, fireworks are. Right. Right. And so it's a killer view of the fireworks. It's like, you know, my rooftop is one of the best in the city to view these fireworks. Are you selling your place? What's happening? I'm not selling my place. <laughs> my issue is that I need advice is that Alina and Andrew, other listeners of the show. Hi, guys. Hey, sup? Have invited me to a Fourth uh, of July cookout barbecue thing. Oh, cool. Okay. They are known to. I, I remember their parties, <laughs> <laughs> and they are known for throwing fantastic parties. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Alina throws some of the best parties that I've ever been to. Uh, so here's the dilemma: their party will be better. But, like, you know, the culmination of Fourth of July is fireworks, and fireworks are better for my rooftop. Sure. So, mm-hmm. advice time, what do I do? Uh, Mike, may I take this one? Please do. Uh, Josh. Uh-huh? Have you considered asking your guest? Uh, that's, a good, <laughs> that's a good approach. Maybe I'll do that. Mike, anything to add? <laughs> I was going to say, buy your own fireworks, do them at their part. <laughs> You know, we did that once. We did that at another, you know, I remember a separate 4th of July with Andrew and Alina where we uh, we went ahead and we lit fireworks in this empty lot in the, you were there, right, Josh? Uh, I don't think I was there for that one, no. Well, this just keeps getting worse for me, but it was, I think it was me, shout out to everyone whose name I'm about to say, I think it was me, Andrew, Adam, and Mike, not you, Mike, other Mike. Yeah, the other one. Come on, he's cool, you love him. He's cool, Sep Bleepo. Hey, Bleepo. Uh, hey, Bleepo. And it was before one of those, what do you call things, had come up, like those condos that just kept coming up every five seconds in Ballard, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there was this empty lot, and we had a bunch of fireworks. I can't remember from where. And so we were just being, like, goofy children lighting them off. Uh, and then out of nowhere, this, like, truck or weird-looking van, like, pulls up. And so we thought we were in trouble, but nope. It was uh, two guys who were hell-bent on telling us that they had better fireworks than we did <laughs> and proceeded to, like, challenge our fireworks with theirs and light, like, much more dangerous fireworks off in our presence to kind of, you know, not only flex on us, but kind of be, like, uh, seeking our respect in a way. And I'm like, this is really weird, but I, I remember Damn. that party. So, Josh, you might get one of those stories, man, if you go. Okay, that's fair. I think you should go. Combine our advice. Mike is dead on right. Bring a bunch of fireworks. But also... Ask your guest. Okay. I will do that. Boom. Party solved. Party, Party solved. solved. Oh, what are you gonna bring to what are you gonna bring besides the fireworks? Well, I mean I hadn't decided to go yet, so now I need to think on that. Well, I mean, even if you stay, you're gonna have to provide some sort of snacking situation, right? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh I'll probably make burgers. Uh she makes a really good seven layer dip. Um, nice. yeah. That's what I like to do on vacation. Work. <laughs> she likes to cook. Is that cooking? Is making a seven-layer dip cooking? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cooking cold. Yeah. <laughs> Off to a real good start on this trip. Just starting in the negative.
No, but then we, no, no, no. Wait, we can't call him malpractice. We are the practice. Mel and the practice. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Shit. Okay, we need to change our name. We need to change our name. What is something else when two doctors do it together? Uh, or something that could just. We could be the pain prescribers. The clinic. The clinic. The clinic. That's cool. Putting on a clinic. Um, what else do they do? Do they do surgery at the same time? Okay, we could be the surgeons. The emergency room. <laughs> Wait, I like that. Ooh. Something about the emergency. Damn, this is so hard to come up with a name for your duo. You know, can we put it out there to the world? You have literally every detail about what is going to happen <laughs> with the three of us. So if you could come up with a tag team duo name for Mike and I. Yeah. With, you know, our accompanying representative malpractice. <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. Write in. Or text. Or text us. Because you're just our friends. Wait, wasn't this a listener question? Yeah, from Jeff from Long Island. Would Jeff from Long Island have an answer for this? Oh, he might. Let's ask Jeff. Let's. We're we're going to ask the listener a question. Wow. Yeah. Okay. First time ever making it instead of history here, asking our listener a question. Jeff, <laughs> name this tag team. <laughs> 